Hello, this is Dale Connolly from The Morning Show with our weekly podcast, and this time another trip back in time to a live broadcast from the auditorium at Hibbing High School in Hibbing, Minnesota, with idea man Spin Williams, who will pitch a great tourism idea for the Iron Range. We'll have a hockey-centric edition of our long-running soap opera, Worldly Goods, and actor Dirk Davern, who you've probably seen dead on any number of crime dramas. Pucks, breezers, and mortality from October 4th, 2002. Please stay with us. And this section of our live broadcast is brought to you by Bowserbed, the vibrating pad for dogs. You love your dog. You and your dog are best pals. Come here, Sparky. Sparky, come here. (laughs) Although, frankly, although he's your best pal, Sparky has habits that you prefer to overlook. Like that licking thing he does. Oh, Sparky. (laughs) And it's not just a little lick, either. When Sparky gets down to business, it sounds like he's snorkeling. Sparky, stop. Ugh, that's disgusting. Yeah, you know, he goes into his own little world when he's doing that. A self-absorbed cocoon where he really has no head, no tail. He becomes almost another kind of creature, a furry, slurping, nibbling-on-itself donut thing. Ooh, ugh. And even though he is your best friend, you have to do something. Sparky, stop. Just stop it. You are so gross. No, get down. Get away from me. Yeah, I see, and it's at times like these when you really don't want Sparky to put his face or his lips anywhere near you. And that's when you need to provide him with a distraction. How about a Bowser bed vibrating pad for dogs? Yeah, you see, he likes that. All that licking he does comes at a price, you know. His neck aches from the twisting, his jowl muscles are sore. But the Bowser bed soothes all these pains and allows your dog to focus on the pleasant feeling of an all-over, snoot-to-tail body massage. (laughs) Keep it in the living room, plugged in and ready to go, and when you get the Bowser bed deluxe, it comes with a remote control so you can turn it on and off from your chair. All right, that's enough fun for you. (laughs) Oh, Sparky, honestly... Bowser bed, the vibrating pad for dogs. It's a great distraction. Pick one up for your best friend today. Good dog. Good boy, Sparky. What a nice puppy. And now, Worldly Goods, the most sophomoric cereal on radio. Join us now as we travel to Wendell Wilkie High School, where Bubby Spamden and his best friend Bob are skating down a freshly iced hallway, struggling to adapt to the latest trendy approach to education. Hurry up, Bubby. We don't have a lot of time. No problem. Hey, I made a hall pass on my computer last night. I laminated it even. Looks pretty real, huh? Yeah, but there's less time between classes since we went to the new hockey-based learning. Well, you know, the trick is to avoid those seniors hanging out down by the gym. Oh, yeah, they really pounded you last time. Yeah, and I thought girls were supposed to be nice. Hey, speaking of which, there's Virginia over there. Oh, hey, let's go talk to her. Mr. Panache gave me some good advice. Our political science teacher? Yeah, he's French, so he knows all about girls. Oh, I thought he was Canadian. Well, he said I should, you know, say something nice. I'm going to give it a try. Come on. Just oh, listen yeah. up, see how it goes. Okay. Hey, hi, Virginia. Whoa! Whoa! Oh, Bobby! Oh. 
Ow. Uh, sorry about your locker. Slippery spot on the ice. Anyway, hello. Yeah, hello. Uh, uh, Bubby. Um... So, how do you uh, like the new hockey-based learning? Sure is different seeing everybody on skates. Um, <clears throat> uh, with uh, the uniforms and helmets and stuff, you, you can't even tell who's who or, or what, you know? Yeah, I have to get to class. Oh, hey, before you go, uh, <clears throat> I think you'll look just wonderful in baggy pants. You mean breezers? Oh, is that what they're called? Not baggy pants? Not by anybody who knows anything. See? See, you're, you're just so smart about hockey. Like uh, the other day in algebra when we were figuring out how puck velocity changes with the temperature of the ice. Oh, the work you did on the board was I so cool. I really have cool. to get to class. And what you said in political science, too, about how the NHL style of hockey with all the violence is like a total librarian system. You mean totalitarian? Yeah, yeah. And, oh, I really like what you said, how it's so monkey-villain. Do you mean Machiavellian? It's not monkey-villain? You're in my way. Oh, uh, uh, sorry. Bob, stop being in Virginia's I'm way. I'm not in anybody's way. What are, you, way. what are you going to do now? Oh, Wait a minute. Oh, oh, oh. <coughs> okay, I cleared the zone for you, Virginia. There's the bell. You're going to be late for class. Ow. Did you hear that, Bob? She told me I'm going to be late for class, like she cares. Oh. Do you think I impressed her? Oh. This time I think I really got her attention. Well, let's hope it doesn't turn into detention. Nah, nah, we have to get caught in the hallway without... Oh, uh, <coughs> hi, Vice Principal McSorley. Uh, it's okay, I got a pass. See, right there. Well, here we are, eating in the uh, cafeteria penalty box again, thanks to you. Well, it wouldn't be so bad if people would quit staring. Well, that's not as bad as when your best friend cross-checks you into the lockers just to impress a girl. Hey, you know, I think she's attracted to my unpredictable kind of preemptive knack for mayhem. Maybe she'll hang out with me at the Moonlight Skate. I don't know. You know, I should thank Mr. Panache for the advice. Oh, hey, Mr. P! Mr. Panache, come here! What are here. you calling him over here for? He gives me the creeps. No, no, he's really a good guy. Hi, Mr. Panache. Uh, oh, hey, thanks for the advice about Virginia. I said something nice to her, and I think it's making a difference. So you're teaching political science and romance, Mr. P? Romance, politics, they are one and the same. Huh? So, what do I do next? Well, if it is love you desire, you must let go of aggression. You must learn to skate in the European style. Huh? I mean, with speed and grace. The ladies think it is very elegant. Speed and grace? Isn't that a lot of work? Yeah, I was going to be her monkey villain. There are many little NHL hockey boys who think this way, huh? but say no. You cannot love and fight at the same time. Huh? You must skate like the artiste. Do you have the talent? Do you have the courage? I do! I do! You do? This we'll find out soon enough. And so, Bubby resolved to learn to skate in the European manner to make a favorable impression on Virginia. With the help of the mysterious and elegant Mr. Panache, he began a concentrated course in the smooth style. Light on your feet, Bubby. Faster. Precision. Uh, show me the footwork, huh? Quickly now. Makes the pass sharp and clean. Behind your back now. Behind, behind. Ah, uh, Bubby, you must become the master of finesse. Finesse? Is that like French for fines? Come over here, Bubby. Come here. Come here. Oh, wow, Mr. Panache. This European suave style is a lot harder than just plain old violence. Can I go back to that? 
You must give it time. I don't have time, Mr. Panache. I can't stand the thought of Virginia liking somebody else better than me. I'm leaving. Are you not ready? You have only begun your training. No, wait. You're not ready. Not ready. Oh, hi, Virginia. You again? Yeah, I just want to tell you I've changed. I'm not into violence and all that dumb fighting and stuff. I'm more European now, even though I was born in South St. Paul. And it's all because of you and... How swell you look in your breezers. That's sweet. Uh, uh, Bubby. Right. But, Bubby, you can't change styles overnight. I can. I can. I've been practicing. Want to see me skate like I'm from the Czech Republic? You don't have to. I want to. I want. I see all those kids over there waiting in line with their lunch trays. How about if I thread my way through them like a ballet dancer on skates, huh? Not a single one of them will be touched. You'd better not. I'll do it for you. Here I go. No, wait. Don't. Okay, suave European-style hockey coming through. Whoops. Pardon me. Whoopsie. Hey, can I have your tater tots? Skating demonstration. Oh, hey, chocolate pudding, my favorite. Hey, watch your elbows. Well, Virginia, how's that for clean European style? See for yourself. Hey, was there some kind of food fight? Just now, I, I, I must have missed it. I don't think you missed anything or anybody. Wow, pudding sure grosses on and hit on that when it hits ice, you know? Gross pudding. Don't skate on it, it's slippery. It'll dull your skates. And so, the new curriculum at Wendell Wilkie High School is teaching Bubby and Bob in the finer points of hockey, self-defense, fancy skating, and romance. But will they survive long enough to learn anything? And what about Mr. Panache? Is he really French or Canadian? Or could he be both? Join us next time for another important episode of the most sporadic and sophomoric serial in radio, Worldly Goods. Nilo Saharan speaking. The Iron Range, a great tourist destination, interesting and educational, but like any other place in the world, there's always that question, what could be done to attract more visitors? Some ideas are, frankly, outrageous, but none are more outrageous than the one being offered by consultant and dealmaker Spin Williams, who joins us by phone from his office in Los Angeles. Good morning, uh, Spin. Are you there? Yes, good morning. Great morning. Uh-huh. I didn't know you were from the Iron Range. Oh, I'm not from, uh, what, what'd you call it? The Iron Range. Is Hibbing part of that? <laughs> yes, it is. So you're not from here. Well, it doesn't matter. My idea is the kind of idea that you have to not be from there to have. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, globally, most people are not from here. So. Exactly, uh -huh. and we want to get all the not-from-hibbing people to bring their money there, uh -huh. so you need a not-from-hibbing kind of idea, Dale, and I have that idea. Uh -huh. Can you guess what it is? Well, no, I can't. Well, here's a hint. Uh -huh. What do people who don't know anything about hibbing know about hibbing? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, come on, what name comes to mind? Come on. Oh. Let's guess. Uh -huh. Bob Dylan. Yes, exactly. Okay. Bob Dylan. Yeah. Same. And that's my idea, Dale. Yeah? There, a theme park. Now, the get this. Dylan Land. What do you think? <laughs> you know, I was toying with uh, Zimmer World, but that uh -huh. doesn't have the same zing as Dylan Land. Am I right? Uh -huh. I think I am, Dale. 
What is it exactly? Well, Dylan Land is a theme park where you experience the music and the ideas and the family fun created in the many great songs of Bob Dylan. Uh-huh. So you're saying the theme park is built around the songs? The answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind. Yes, you can. Uh, can you see it? Uh, kind of a spinning kite-themed thing. Well, there's something about that that doesn't feel right, though. Oh, come on. It's totally perfect. Uh -huh. Even the waiting part is woven into the song. How many roads must a man or a woman walk down before you call him a man or a woman? Uh -huh. See? Are you, man or a woman, enough to go blowing in the wind? Empty your pockets and get ready for the ride of your life. Well, yeah, yeah, but Spin, you know, these songs mean something to people. I know, uh, I know. And now uh, imagine this. Uh -huh. Big Ferris wheel. Okay. Huge. Right. You rise up. You see hipping spread out below you. Uh -huh. It rises and rises, and you think you're up higher than anything else. Suddenly, Dale, you see at the very peak of the ride, not a brass ring, but guess what? What? A doorway. <laughs> Your car is going to go... Knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. How about that, huh? Uh -huh. And the music. The music is all there. Well, I know the music is there. Did I mention the roller coaster? Well, no. Each car looks like a necklace of boulders, all strung together, zooming around like... What? Um... Like a rolling uh, stone. Okay. Zoom! Exciting, huh? <laughs> well, you know, I'm not saying it's a bad idea. Now, you're but... wondering about the little kids now, aren't you? You're well, always wondering about the little kids. There's <laughs> nothing for them. That's what you're thinking, huh? Well, I can't say what I'm thinking, but... Well, I... don't think twice, Dale. It's all right. We got a bounce house. Uh -huh. You know, one of those enclosed jumping things? And it looks like, get this, a big brass bed. Know what it's called? <laughs> play, lady, play. Huh? How about that? Huh? Dylan huh? Land, forever young. Uh huh. Spin, I'm going to need some, some time to get used to this. This is a lot to digest. Oh, digest, so of course. What? Thanks for reminding me. The food court. <laughs> it's got all kinds of fast food, and it's got a name. Uh -huh. Know what it is? Well, no, I don't. Oh, come on. you got to get this one. No, come on, you know it. I don't. Um... Got to serve somebody, huh? <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> Well, thanks for the ideas, anyway, my, Hey, Dale, Dale, my ideas are like children to me, uh -huh. except they are for sale. Okay. Spin Williams, visionary and dealmaker, he joined us from his office in Los Angeles this morning. We're going to talk about acting here with one of our guests, Dirk Davern, joins us, one of the leading actors in the new dramatic uh, genre, the forensic uh, drama, thanks for coming by. Yes, yeah, uh, glad to be here. I was looking at your bio. It's amazing. You've been on so many shows. Oh, police dramas, hospital operas, uh, these new forensic shows. They're just all about evidence and science, and I, I find them very, very fascinating. How do you get parts on so many different shows? Well, they're small parts. Yeah, yeah but I mean, it's a tribute that you're so in demand. I well, think. I'm really good at playing dead people. You know, there's <laughs> a... There's a huge demand for dead people in these shows. Uh, you know, you've got two, maybe three in every episode. Uh, uh -huh. A lot of actors don't want to play the dead because, well, they just don't want to be you know, typecast, but uh, I like it. I'm good at it. It's a living. <laughs> I've never heard that before. <laughs> yes, it is, but uh, people think anybody can play this kind of role, and that's just not true, uh, Dale. It takes talent, especially in these forensic shows, because uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the stories. A lot of them aren't what you expect at first, so I have to really draw on my resources. Well, but you're just playing a body. Well, not just a body. Yeah. A lot of times I'm playing a body, you know, with a secret. Oh. And that's different from just lying there, you know? You really have to know how to be dead in a way that suggests there is more to the story. Ah. So how do you do that? Posture. Ah, okay. If my face, uh, for example, is in the shot, I can do it with the frozen expression I wear. Yeah. Uh, I could, uh, it could be a look of a 
horror, yeah. joy, mm -hmm. confusion. Yeah. You know, even uh, if I have my tongue hanging out, for example, it's, you know, how far I stick out the tongue. Is it a wet tongue, yeah. a dry tongue, puffy, flat? These are all important facets of the dead body specialist craft. It's fascinating. Yes. Uh, what are your, some of your favorite roles? I would probably say Bathtub Toaster Man was my absolute oh, yeah. favorite. I loved Bathtub Toaster oh, Man. Oh, that one had it all. It had yeah. expression, yeah. posture, makeup, yeah. and... <laughs> It was a nude scene. <laughs> and if I say so myself, I looked pretty good. Yeah. Do you ever um, watch yourself in the shows where you appear? I do. I do. I, I tape the show and watch it in fast forward. Oh. That's uh, where you can tell if the person playing the dead body is really good at it or yeah. not. Uh, if In fast forward, you'll see if they flinch or shift their weight or if they're breathing slowly. That's how you hone your craft. Absolutely. Then. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So who have you played? Have you played criminals? Uh, Have you played priests? Uh, I even played a dead grandma once. Really? I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> no, I didn't see that. Well, she, actually, she was a man. Uh -huh. That was a secret, see? So uh -huh. I back to that. But I played her as a woman in denial. Uh -huh. <laughs> she had lied for, uh, to herself for so many years. Uh -huh. so, so, so you plan to continue with this? TV has an insatiable thirst, Dale, for great dead characters. <laughs> uh, look at any drama. I don't care what kind. There's a dead person in it somewhere, uh -huh. and I want to be that person now and in the future. And frankly, <laughs> I don't see any end to my career because when it comes to playing the dead, I just get better and better and better. You know, someday I'll perfect it. Yes, we'll all be good someday, but you'll be better than the rest. Dirk Davern, who plays a variety of dead people on TV, cop, and forensic dramas. Thanks for coming by. It's a pleasure to see you. Dirk? Dirk. Dirk, are you okay? Dirk? Fine. Oh. Just showing you what I can do. Oh, man. Oh, you are so good. <laughs> Don't oh. I know it. Okay. <laughs> Dirk Davern, our guest here in Hibbing in the High School Auditorium. And that's this week's podcast, moments from a live broadcast from the Hibbing High School Auditorium in the fall of 2002. Thanks to Jim Ed Poole and Connie Evingson for the characters, with a special appearance by Arthur Hayne as Nilo Saharan and Vicki Gornick playing the organ at the Hibbing High School Auditorium. All the scripts were written by yours truly, Dale Connolly, Scott Liebers, and Cliff Bentley did our live production engineering. The broadcast producer was Mike Pengra, our online producer, Michael Wells, and the morning show, of course, broadcast Monday through Friday, 5 to 9 a.m. on 89.3 The Current in the... Twin Cities of Minneapolis and St. Paul. Most of our show is also on Minnesota Public Radio's region-wide network and worldwide through the Internet. Go to our website, minnesotapublicradio.org. There will be another podcast for you in one week. See you then.